0: Welcome in, everybody. This is the debut episode here at Final Judgment. I'm your host, Tony zixson and joining me for the first debut episode is Miss Alexa Ross. Alexa, how are you?
1: I am great, and it's even better known that this is the debut episode. we got to keep the energy up, and there's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about.
0: Oh, my God. Listen, football, even though football is ending and everybody's supposed to just gravitate towards the NBA, who knows if we're going to have a baseball season. (laughs) And hockey, it is what it is, especially in Philadelphia. Nobody's really, and we're going to get to the Flyer Nation thing in a minute. But uh, listen, football is a 24-7 operation, right? It just never ends. Uh, We get by the Super Bowl. L.A. Rams, Uh, you know, right away, I I was an L.A. Rams guy right from the very beginning. And and just so everybody knows, first of all, I didn't give her a justice, Alexa Ross. Again, she's Philly-made, okay, temple-made, has some Philly roots, transitioned to Rochester, New York, covered the Buffalo Bills. Now she's in Indianapolis. She covers the Indianapolis Colts. She covers the Indiana Pacers for CBS 4 and Fox 59. But she's also a host of Flyers Nation. So she gives that Philly roots and nice segment with Cam Atkinson the other day. It's I know it's hard to be talking hockey when they're so bad right now, right?
1: <laughs> Cam is listen, Cam is a cool dude and I didn't even touch hockey. And I'm glad I didn't have to. I mean, I touched like his transition and everything because it's hard to kind of just like walk in a room. And I think the most like hockey we actually talked was like, oh, how do you kind of come in and not know who your coach is and then get used to him and then he's gone. So like that's kind of where we went with that, but like we did not touch on how bad that team is. Like we did not even, you know, wow. I was more focused on like him being here and how he feels because I think that like a lot of people have gravitated towards him just because he's like a a really fun guy and b he's really good at what he does and I think he's like a a bright spot in a very bleak bleak bleak. <laughs> well, Leake is putting it
0: mildly right now, right? But that you're right. I mean, he, he, yeah. He's a really cool individual. He really is.
1: He's and, a cool and, dude. He's a super
0: yeah. nice guy. People in Philly, they, they gravitate towards, towards cool people, right? So, uh, come All on. Right. Me and you were from Philly, so why wouldn't they gravitate towards us as well? Hell so,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but listen, just so everybody knows, real fast, the reason why this show is about is because um, everybody knows, that I do a show every Tuesday. I, I talk to the local scene in Philly, but wanted something a little different, right? So as everybody's gravitating towards sports betting and fancy sports, and, you know, I want to bring a national perspective and people that are credible to cover other teams to give you what are other people thinking outside the organization? You know, we, we don't see, I don't see, listen, I love Tyrese Halliburton, right? But I don't see him play every day. Now he's an Indiana Pacer. So, you know, you know, Carson Wentz, we know he went and we're going to get to that. He went from Philly, go to Indianapolis, but we don't actually know what's going on. And that information Could help you, whether you're writing articles, whether you're talking on sports radio, or even, hey, maybe you're putting in some bets and having some fun with that. So, Alexa, let's just talk straight up about the Super Bowl real fast. I want to touch on, because obviously it's still a topic. The LA Rams, I I, I love. We're not going to talk about the Matt Stafford, you know, walking away from (laughs) the poor camera girl who falls down and fractures her spine, which is absolutely insane wait
1: officially she fa- if she officially yes. fractured her spine oh yes. my god Matthew. yeah so i was i was
0: following it today so it did Ugh. so she went to the ur she officially <laughs> fractured her spine they actually have a, a go page for her right now for all the, her equipment that was busted thought like it's 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 crazy i just That's can't wild. believe it just walked Ugh. away so nonchalantly like that but
1: i i gotta say joe burrow would never joe burrow no. joe
0: been. b nah.
1: joey b would have picked her up <laughs> <laughs> like giving her a hug and been like, it's okay, sister, let's get you some help. Yeah. Because I mean, you say you were a Rams guy from the beginning, and like I kind of was in the camp of like, I hope both teams have fun, you know, Matt Stafford and all of the guys on those those on the Rams. What a great story for all of them, you know, Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald and all these guys who might be ending their, you know, and then the other side of like ending their careers possibly. But, you know, I have been like really high on the Bengals since they drafted Jamar chase. I've liked Joe Burrow. you know, the iconic picture of him smoking a cigar and the Ellis in the locker room after the national championship. One of was like, Oh yeah, this guy has swag. And then he had swag and then he got hurt. And now he has his national championship winning wide receiver. So clearly, you know, if they didn't make that pick, I think Cincinnati would have burned to the ground and I'm glad that they didn't. And I'm glad that they were able to do what they did. And, you know, have the season that they did. And I think that, you know, it's a team with a lot of young talent. And because of that, I think they will be back. Um, I think they're too talented to not, especially, but I mean, as we know, the AFC is like the NFC, whatever, the AFC is where the competition is. That's where it's all at. So hopefully, you know, depending on how teams kind of rise and fall, um, it was, you know, it was a really good game up until, you know, the end where questionable calls were made and other calls were missed and, you know, it was like they let they let the boys play. And then by like there was like a two minute span where more whistles were thrown then than in like the entirety of championship weekend. So, you know, it's it you always hate to see any kind of game decided on that. Like, it doesn't matter what, will when or what level or how. But, you know, I'm, I'm I'm happy. I'm glad L.A. got theirs. Whatever. I'm excited for Cincinnati. I think. I don't know if you've seen the video of Joe Burrow introducing himself to everybody uh, who played uh, for the Rams. He's like, hey, hey, I'm Joe. Hey, I'm Joe. And I was like, he's, so, not, he's, likable.
0: he's so, he's very like, he's so happy
1: to be there. Like, he was so happy to be there. So I think that, you know, I think that kind of like as they kind of reevaluate and kind of see what went wrong, it's definitely better than the last time the Rams played in the Super Bowl, which was objectively the worst Super Bowl of all time, followed by the best Super Bowl of all time not just for our biased reasons, but because it was actually a lot of fun to watch for it most was. people it because was. it was high scoring and people had a good time. But, yes.
0: Yes. Cause that now last all quarter my- was weird. The last quarter was yeah. weird. Not super bowl. Really, really weird. I don't know it, was, I, I,
1: it. it was weird. And now my eyes at least are on the off season and everything yes. that happens with the league new year begins on either the 15th or the 16th.
0: And that's where it's going to get interesting. That's where it's going to get interesting. And, and again, shout out OBJ. Uh, it sucks. Uh, it I know. For him in that game, right? And
1: I'm at least uh, he caught, I'm mm. so glad he caught a touchdown. I'm yes. so glad he did something. It's not that like you don't contribute if you're not playing, right. but like the fact that he, you know, had his back turned on him by Cleveland, was able to come in, catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and then end up winning that ring, you know, I, I can imagine how hard it is to take, you know, Get tagged out and have to be like, dude, you gotta sit. It but. was
0: killing him. You know, he's walking, he's patrolling the sidelines. You could see, and you know, then when that offense wasn't clicking, it was just killing him. He wanted to be out there so bad. So, shout out to OBJ. I'm glad when, when we see narratives like that. Von Miller, who had every opportunity to almost be the MVP of that game because he was that good uh, towards the end. But, like you said, the cool part is Cincinnati is going to be around for a long time. Uh, I picked the Ravens in the beginning of the year, and for personal bias because I have a man crush on Sean McVay. I've never been afraid to say it. I love that. I mean, was, yeah, he's cute. I,
1: he's smell cute. And, and,
0: yeah, exactly. I'm very comfortable with myself. I can say it, and, and not just that. I mean, he's a 33 year old head coach. He's been in the league for three years now. At 36, God, right? Stub. I, and now he's it's- got a ring. Like, he's an offensive mastermind, in my opinion. So, uh, I was glad to see that go. But you said, you know, we're, we're getting ready for the new season. And, again, you cover – we're going to get to some Philly stuff. But you cover the Indianapolis Colts. And, again, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, his cards are going to get traded. Where's he going to go? Hey, listen, we're going to see – that's going to be – we're going to hear that nauseam over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But let me just ask you a general question, and that is because we know how much – how hard it was to get him out of here – and we were happy to be rid of the Carson Wentz experiment, I'll call it, right? But do you think the Colts regret right now? Is there like a buyer's remorse? Do you think they regret this Carson Wentz trade? You I watched them all year, so you wouldn't I
1: think the only person who really regrets it right now is Jim Irsay, and that's because he is a hothead. I mean, he's still as mad right now as he was as they got off the plane after that Jacksonville game. I mean, that was you know, when you're in two win and in, th- you know, two win and in situations and you lose both of them, one of them's at home, one by a field goal and something we were talking about off camera, five of their losses came seven points or less. So, like, the, the, you know, that's that's frustrating in and of itself, but it obviously always doesn't equate to quarterback play. Like, your game is not, like, I, I am the biggest proponent of quarterbacks aren't quarterback stats aren't wins and wins aren't a quarterback stat. Like the two. Yes. There's so much more than just, than just him. And he went 27 and seven this year, which is wildly like worlds better than what he was in this last season in Philly. Yeah. I mean, he showed, there were throws that were like, you know, flashes of 2017 pre-injury Carson too. You know, like there were things that I saw and I was like, Oh, like it's in there it's in there and Frank Reich can bring it out, you know, but I, you know, Jim Mercy's pissed and Jim mercy has been pissed. And right. I don't know how much, how many of you guys have watched hard knocks, but like the biggest thing after that loss was that Jim Mercey like middle of the night called Chris Ballard and Frank Reich and had like an overnight long conversation with them about like, what's got to give, what's got to go, what's got to change. Cause a lot of stuff has to change. And like, yeah, he's right. A lot of stuff has to change. I don't think that's going to come at the expense of a coach. I don't think they get rid of Frank. I, vis- I, don't think so I people agree. are like calling for his job, and I'm like, there's absolutely no reason for that. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, if they fire Frank Reich, they're just they're just trying to blow. St- like, if that was a call that was made, it would be a call in anger and stuff like that. Obviously, things have to start moving because on. I believe it's March 18th. It's either March 18th or March 19th. It's after that three-day window after the league new year. Yep. Carson's $15 million becomes 22 guaranteed. Oof. If he gets – so it will – if he gets moved, it will happen by then. But then the big question is, but who? Like who Who do you get? Because a $15 million cap hit isn't something that – like that's, that's not going to help you get the quarterback that you want yep. to be the – the guy. And it's Howie last- Roseman.
0: <laughs> right? Right? He just throw it. But yeah, but you're exactly the right.
1: The last, you know, the last two years are before getting Carson. It was Tom Brady had interest and went to Tampa Bay. They win a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford was between here and L.A. And he went to L.A. and they won a Super Bowl. Guess what? The Colts only have two position groups better than the both of those teams during their Super Bowl years, which were running back and linebacker. And that's it. Because Jonathan Taylor is the future of this franchise. Like, he's not going anywhere. Everyone's obsessed with him, and rightfully so. He's truly the nicest person I've ever covered. And that's saying a lot because I've covered Josh Allen. But, like, he's also so very good at what he does and is so nose to the grindstone. Their offensive line also doesn't help that they're so expensive. Like, you can't just, like go and like make a run for an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson because that's just, you can't pay. Like, how are you going to pay the guy? Like, even if you write your cute little, like, take out your little checkbook and you write your check, like it doesn't matter because it still goes against a cap. And like nope. you and I know that's not how it works. Like if nope. an owner could just write a cash check right there, like it, you know, but that's not how it works. That's not the game we're playing. And it's tough.
0: It, I, there's, it's there, hard. There's- there's a lot of obstacles. I mean, we listen. Drew Brees for years was hamstrung. Uh, or the New Orleans Saints were hamstrung by Drew Brees' contract, right? Tom Brady was actually, you know, he gave a discount basically, you know, for all those years he was in New England. People forget about that, you know. Aaron Rodgers is going to command some major loot, some major cash. So you're right. I, you you have to be Dre F. well, right? That's just yeah. that's the way it's got to work.
1: And they and they don't have their first round pick because nope. because Carson played more than 75% of snaps which i was jokingly like the snap counter for philly because i'm from philly and i have a lot of philly followers so i was like okay well of all of the snaps that have been played so far he's officially played 76 so so long as he keeps playing the yeah, pick is all but official we
0: were all over that counter too all over dude
1: it's I, yeah i had to it's fine but but because of that you know you lose your first round pick that doesn't which doesn't help you especially when you're the quarterback class is so weak i wasn't gonna say weak but you said it for me yeah like they're very it's very underwhelming it's underwhelming these are not the guys that are gonna be like you know it's not the same class as like josh allen's class like it's like we're not doing that again like we're not gonna have those kinds of classes again not for a little bit anyway probably not until arch manning gets drafted which is crazy to say think about
0: that right
1: yeah. Like that's crazy. Like all of, cause now it looks like everybody's quarterbacks are kind of like all over the place in age. So it doesn't yep. look like we're kind of going to be ushering in, um, you know, another generation of quarterbacks for quite some time. And like these young guys are doing their things. And I think the only one who's not is Kyler Murray. And I think Ooh. that Kyler Murray might be the only discount, like, you know, your little discount double check that you can grab, but they've, proven that they don't need like the little running quarterback because they have JT like yes. all of your running needs are taken care of by Jonathan Taylor, who is a little bit taller and a little bit heavier and can like move through people. Like I've never seen. He's the yards after contact King. Whereas you can't get this, that same thing from Kyler. And yeah, Kyler can throw, but like he needs elite receivers. Guess what the Colts don't have elite receivers. You know, there's a lot of other stuff that needs to be changed. And I think that if they don't make a big move, if they don't make a move for Carson, they're going to make a big move for a big name receiver because that's what this offense needs. Like, I,
0: I I, think so. I agree with you. Definitely, I think
1: the, the pieces are there. They just like, whether people like it or not, Carson once had a great year this year and he completely fell apart along with the rest of the team in the last two games of the season. It's not his fault that Trevor Lawrence looked like Peyton Manning out there. That's He was not on the field during the t- same time Trevor Lawrence is out there. Like, there is a lot of other stuff that happened and went wildly, wildly, wildly wrong. You know? For those games say, l- listen,
0: on, on top of that, you make a great point because you talk about, you know, it wasn't Carson's fault that the defense gave up. I mean, we we in Philadelphia, you know, listen, you can say whatever you want about, you know, Mr. Five will always love you. But McNabb left the field with the lead against Arizona. Always remember that he left the field. With the lead, so I'm just gonna throw it out there. The last time they lost the NFC Championship. So um, but you mentioned Jonathan Taylor, yeah. and 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 again, I love JT, I really do. He's so I love good. JT. Yeah, he is uh he's like like you said, man, he yeah, he's like that Mar- Maurice Jones Drew, but taller. He's got that the, the building, yeah. Maurice Jones Drew, but he's got the yeah. drive. I mean, it's it's like Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I'm not afraid to say that. So, speaking of that, the reason why I bring that up, Tennessee. You know, obviously, AFC South, Ryan Taddehill, who didn't have the great year that I predicted that he would have. But still, he's not a great quarterback, but he was a serviceable quarterback. So almost like what's going on in Indianapolis, right? So, you know, a lot of those numbers, in my opinion, for Carson Wentz, see if you agree, were lower because they ran so much with Jonathan Taylor. Now, you could take that and say that's because they didn't trust Carson Wentz or, you know, because it did definitely see, like, Frank Reich slowly, but surely every game took less and less attempts away from Carson. But I don't know if that was just because they didn't like Carson. I think it's because JT was that good and he was balling out that well.
1: And he is that good. I mean, he's. All of that. He is really, he really is the definition of like all that and a bag of chips. Like he really, really is. And I think that when wow, you look at him, that yeah, right. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> expression. But the thing about like and the conversation between Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor that kind of happened when Derrick Henry got hurt is like Derrick Henry's numbers were that much higher because he had that many more carries, and when those carry numbers became the same. Jonathan Taylor's yards were far and away longer. Like he is, and I am going on the record right now as saying that if you are between Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, and Jonathan Taylor with your overall pick, I take Derrick Henry out of that, that conversation. Take him out. He's, he's, He's proved that he doesn't get hurt like that. Like, let's just start right there. Like, let's just start right there. We haven't had knock on whatever. Yeah, know, knock just saying, on whatever. That- knock on whatever. But you don't have a guy who has that, that history, that injury history. I loved Christian McCaffrey. I took him first overall, got super pissed off. And then I was like, damn, I should have taken Derrick Henry. Guess what? Derrick Henry got hurt too. And I was like, ha ha, I yeah. guess I picked right. Like, <laughs> you know, it was one of those things where I was just like, you know, I it just – our guy. I, listen,
0: our I'm with you. I'm with you. What
1: are you gonna do? Like, so for me as a as an avid fantasy player, and first time I haven't made the playoffs in fantasy in my life was this year. I'm rolling with JT next. Yeah, wow,
0: listen <laughs> like, to you first I'm time in your with, life. I I'm gonna have to get you I'm, as a guest on series What's like going seven, on there? First I'm time. Like a in,
1: se- I'm a seven. I am a like seven year. This is the first year I played in three leagues and I made none of them. None of them.
0: This was a weird year though.
1: Like defending champ in this league, and I did not sniff playoffs. Like it was it was bad. It was I love
0: this. I love it. It was really bad, but uh I I, 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 but but, damned if you do,
1: damned if you don't when you're drafting though. So like well,
0: well, here's what's funny, and I'm not saying this because this is Alexa (laughs) Ross who covers the Colts and we're talking about JT, but I I'm telling you, like I was fixated the entire offseason said do not draft Christian McCaffrey I was like you you cannot take C-Mac he's fragile I can't trust him and Derek Henry for me you know depending on a fantasy league if you're in a PPR league Derek Henry was like wait a minute I want a guy who's going to catch the ball so I was on a Dalvin Cook train but my third guy was Jonathan Taylor I said yo Jonathan Taylor's gonna be a top three back this year and you know just because he's a bell cow back and they use him so much
1: yeah. And I think too, that when you look at the way he is used, like they sure they'll have offensive linemen throw him, throw him over the goal line, but they'll have him, you know, like they'll screen him. Like he will catch and he can catch and he's proven that he can catch. So I don't know. Keep your eye out on him. I mean, I, and my other, hot, I don't even want to call this that hot of a take. Cause it's not really that hot of a take, but if the Colts make the playoffs, he's offensive player of the year. I like,
0: like that. No, I like that. Like, I like that a lot. Make,
1: they make the playoffs, he's in the MVP conversation. Like, he's still in the MVP conversation, but like, they yep. didn't. And guess what?
0: That's the Stuff only reason. Changes. Right. I think if I honestly, I think if they make the playoffs and close out the season the way they should have, he's 100% in that MVP conversation.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, he was that
0: good. He was that it's good. It's easy.
1: It's easy. And it was, it's fun to watch him play football, man. Like, it's, it is. It's been a long time since I've had that much fun watching a running back. And like, yeah, I came from Buffalo who has Josh who is like a running back in and of himself. But it's like Yeah. Not you know, the same. Devin, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are like they were not it. And like I didn't, you know, I didn't have that that serious love. It's like the last time I loved a running back like that and watching a running back like that was Shady. I
0: was gonna say, you gotta go back to Shady and be West. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I know I'm are- older than you, so I'm a B. I'm B. West, so you, my B. West is probably your Shady. So but yeah, at the same, st- we, we same had thing some though. Tremendous yes. running backs, absolutely. So it's
1: you know, so to kind of see that, I think he's going to be here for a long time. He's going to be here to stay. The Colts have proven year after year after year after year that they care so much about their offensive line and how much money they pump into that. So just keep an eye on that, and I rule out nothing with the Carson stuff. I mean. Because you know, there are three options. You you hold on to him and you kind of wait till you can clear cap and figure things out otherwise. And you say, you know, it was just one year, let's do it again, let's run it back. You right. cut him, yep. you eat fifteen million dollars.
0: That's on no happening. matter what. That's not or happening.
1: you trade him when you have absolutely no leverage to do so. Because what do you have? Nothing. It's like true. There's they don't That's have true. picks to give up. They have, they do certainly do not have picks to give up. Like
0: no, no, you're you right. I, you're 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 kind of in a foregone conclusion that Carson Wentz is probably going to be your starting quarterback. I now here's the thing though. I
1: don't even say that though. Like if they get rid of him, I mean Jim Irsay could be so petty as to just cut him and eat fifteen million dollars. But like where does that leave you? So I'm That's kind of of the ilk of like whatever happens, whatever happens happens. Like I think that you know a lot of people are like there's no way he's here next year. There's no way he's here next year. I'm like, okay, that's fine. If he's not here next year, then so be it. But then you got to really take into consideration how you play your free agents, how you re sign contracts, how you restructure guys, because Darius Leonard just got paid. Like Big time. you cannot take money out of that contract. Like there are contracts that you can't touch. Yep. And like there is money that you can't move around. So you have to be really, really financially smart. And this is my first full off season with the Colts. So I don't know how they are with moving money in that way. So I, I don't want to be the one to say like, oh, yeah, for sure. They're not going to care about $15 million. But if they don't, they got to be really, really smart about how they make it up.
0: I know a lot of people, you know, were skeptical when Ballard gave Leonard that big deal. I mean, $20 yeah. million dollar average a year for a middle linebacker was like crazy, but come on, man. 122 tackles this year, seven forced fumbles, four picks. The kid was playing out of his mind. The maniac. Um, so, right? He, and he, he is. is. He
1: and he is. is. He deserves every penny of it. And I think that, like, we can't, you can't discount that, but it's like there are other places where things are kind of lapsing. You know. So let me ask
0: you this before we move on to a, a a quick little couple Eagles questions, but you mentioned you're the reigning supreme of, of, of fantasy football. So I got it. So I, we talked about JT. So you're going Alexa Ross is on the clock right now. You're at, you have the number one overall pick in fantasy next year. Who's your pick?
1: I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. I already oh, said I it. I'm rolling. It. I'm rolling with it. If like, here's my like top five, like, depending on where I draft because I assume that Derrick Henry will be taken in the top two. I don't know how people are going to look at Christian McCaffrey when we decide that we're going to start drafting, drafting over the summer. Like I like if we're drafting tomorrow, like we draft tomorrow and we're like, but CMC can do it. Yeah. You know? And like, those are your top two. If I'm picking third, I'm taking Jonathan Taylor over Dalvin cook. Like I am. And I think a lot of people are going to start, having the the mental gymnastics of like trying to pick between the two and I think it will also depend on schedules obviously like we don't know what schedules look like nothing's we know who opponents are but we don't know where people are playing yet or when people are playing where so like I'm interested True. to see I love to draft around a bye week also so like okay I really gotta be like I will never draft unless it's like my top guy I will never draft another person with that bye wow. week. like I'm really I am so, I mean, like on my bench, yeah, but like in my, like I'm very, very, I pay really close attention to bye weeks. And it's, it's helped me be really, really lucky to kind of make up for points as my top guys have to clock out for, you know, to yeah, take the breaks. I,
0: I'm the complete opposite. I got complete disregard for bye weeks. <laughs> I,
1: I care really way do. too much about bye weeks. But I, hey, like, maybe that's why I win. I don't know. Yeah,
0: you, you know what? You're right, because I haven't won in three years. I you know what I mean? So it's <laughs> it's all good. I I I finally was like, I gotta switch to DFS just so I know I get a chance to win every week, but uh but nah it's I, I agree with you. I think Jonathan Taylor, he's definitely my number one overall pick. But we we, we just got from one quarterback situation to another and Right now, we got to talk about the Jalen Hurts thing, and and the only reason why is because I am very curious because I know what our perspective is within Philly. Even though you cover the Colts, you also have Philly roots, so I know you pay attention and you're obviously yeah. uh, you know very intelligent when it comes to football. Jalen Hurts is he the guy in Philly? Is it? You know, he'll never be what we want him to be. Will he be serviceable enough? Do they make this big move for a Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? What do you think happens to the quarterback situation in Philly?
1: God, I can't even imagine them getting Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's, like, so far out. (laughs) Like, I I cannot even, like, imagine him wearing a different shade of green and walking onto another NFC field. Like, I really can't. Like, I just – Wilson – Eh, I see that a lot more like that seems a lot more reasonable to me I want him to be the guy I really do like I want to see the kid succeed I think that he has the tools to do so I think that he's young and he's proven that he's really young and really doesn't know Ah. what's going on I think this is the year. this is his make or break year though if he like if he can't deliver he's done like he he's absolutely done and I think that they really mortgaged a lot off of, you know, getting rid of Doug. And now Doug has his dream situation with Trevor Lawrence. Like he has, he's back to exactly where he wants to be with a really, really, really talented, big, young quarterback. And like, yeah, do I think the Jags are still going to be absolute trash? Absolutely. Do I think that Trevor Lawrence makes leaps and bounds? For sure. But like, you don't just get rid of your Super Bowl winning head coach and the quarterback that, essentially like led you there but couldn't play to then get this guy in the second round and then give up on him man like and if that's the case then we need to start talking front office stuff because I'm of the ilk of that Howie Roseman needed to go three years ago like he needed to be gone when he blew up the Super Bowl team like that's it that's in my mind he's got to be done and I think and like Jalen Hurts not being ready is a direct result of him not a direct result of Jalen Hurts. Because I would have loved to see Jalen Hurts with Doug Peterson. I would have loved
0: to see, see I'm him. not a dog guy so it's hard for me. I'm not a dog guy. I I I honestly I I he, listen Here's like you're saying, to everybody, and I don't know if you're going to agree or not, but he got the job in Jacksonville only because Byron Leftwich pulled out. He got the job in Philly only because Tom Coughlin pulled out. So, you know, he interviews and then he goes away. And then he's like the fallback guy. And, and that's what I never understood. So it's almost like he's not blowing anybody away. And I understood he won a Super Bowl. He what well, he won a Super Bowl yeah. because he had a hell of a coaching staff. He really did. I mean he had a I, great
1: I, coaching staff and he had coach. I mean they really captured lightning in a bottle. They really did. But I, I do did. think that that success could have been not like Super Bowl level sustained, but I think that you at least like do enough. You know, God forbid you True. do enough.
0: Right. Right. I mean, I'm not going to completely disregard him as a head coach, but I just I don't see a love affair with with Doug P. I just I still don't say it. I don't.
1: I mean, I still love Andy. So, like, I'm still like I still like, love you. this man in my heart. So, like, I'm still, you know, I I like to see former guys succeed. Like, I like seeing Andy Reid go, you know, get I'm glad he got his ring, you know. Doug is absolutely not taking the Jaguars to get a ring. Like there's no No. way there's absolutely no no way the franchise is like too far gone. But I do think that he develops Trevor Lawrence into Trevor Lawrence into what everyone expects him to be. Like, I think that he becomes the, I think he becomes that guy. Like everyone expected him to be that guy. And then he went to Jacksonville and then everyone was like, Ooh, Jacksonville tough. And then you're, your coach gets fired. <laughs> so, you know, like I know they're not trying to play games and they're not playing games. And I understand that. But like the Eagles Super Bowl win to AFC South pipeline is very, very strong. And like we do have Frank Reich, Jim Schwartz, and Doug Peterson all coaching in the AFC South it's now. Crazy. Which is nutty. And I'm super what is excited odds? about it.
0: What is oh, I love odds? it.
1: I'm. I'm in, I am all in on that. Like I am, I couldn't be more in, but like, but what I'm saying is like, I think that you can't chance a guy, especially when you also have a new coach on like a year with his quarter with his also new quarterback. Like, I think he needs, I want to give him the grace of another year of like, Hey, if you don't hit the ground running, cause I think he cares. I think he really cares. I can, you, you can tell that he oh, wants, yeah. he wants it. It's just a matter of execution. He's in the perfect
0: spot. He's in the perfect spot. He really is.
1: And listen, we all thought when Nick Sirianni was talking about the flowers and watering the flowers and the fertilizer and planting and shit, we were all like, (laughs) dude, what the hell are you talking about? But like, they made it to the playoffs.
0: I know. They lost in the playoffs,
1: but they made it to the playoffs. So, you know, I just, I don't know, man, like. We all really counted out Nick Sirianni so quick, and then he turned it around so quick, so I'm interested to kind of see what the season is. I do think that he can be. I think that the two of them need a really, really strong training camp and off-season together yeah. of getting it done. Because no, he has – he is Devontae, too. Like, you don't go out and get your – you know, it's the same thing with Joey being – Joey B and Jamar, you don't get your national championship winning duo. Yep. If you don't think that they can play together. And they've shown when they connect that they connect.
0: I want to say I'm with you. I, I I listen, he's controllable, he's young. Uh he, he faces adversity very well everywhere he's at. He's a leader in the locker room. He's gonna give you hundred and ten percent. Listen, we had a guy in this town named Allen Iverson that left everything on the court. this is what Jalen hurts does he's listen yeah. and and when people fall he tries to pick them up not like Matt Stafford but um but but anyway yeah. you know what <laughs> that I mean? video so. was
1: that video was nuts I was yeah. like, oh my god he's gonna die. Like he's I, I, dead, they just killed
0: it. It would have been typical Philly if somebody would have rolled his ankle, like it just like oh, that yeah. would have been the freak incident that happens in Philadelphia. So, but now I want to give him one more year. He's controllable, doesn't cost you anything. Rebuild the damn defense that's like he's saying, you got three picks, rebuild the defense, stockpile, get them going. But I will say this if the, if the words are correct, that now the prices drop on Russell Wilson, and I can get Russell Wilson. For a first and a third, I think I do that every day of the week. And and I know the Eagles aren't close. I keep saying they're not close. So these veteran quarterbacks have to go to a team that are close. They can't yeah. wait three years, right? But I think with Russell, with you, you know, he's thirty three, but first and a third is is very attainable for Russell. It's Wilson, a very. In my it's
1: very reasonable. It's a very reasonable like that's a very reasonable decision to make, but you're right. They're not close. Like he wants, a, he wants a ring and he's not going to get it here, but it you're does right. put Jalen in the position of being able to sit and watch and learn. and learn Yep, and watching and learning as we know has done well by a lot of young people. Like, I think that, you know, everybody was like, Oh, it's Jordan Love's turn. It's Jordan Love's turn. It's still not Jordan Love's term. But he's still, and he's still watching. He's still waiting, even though Aaron Rodgers has been, you know, pulling the same Brett Favre bullshit that he pulled on him. He's yep. still able to watch, and he's still learning from a from a defending MVP.
0: So, he is, and it's 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 ironic that the situation is almost the same, right? The same. How long how long he sit behind Favre, right? And now now it's the same ordeal. So it's just crazy. Listen, it's going to be one. Hell of an all season! Oh,
1: uh, I can't
0: it, wait. It, I know it's exciting. It's exciting. It really is. I can't and wait. I, I I can't wait when all those Carson Wentz news come in. I, I hit you up so we could talk about it. It's gonna be really interesting. You're gonna just have
1: just call, call me. Nah, just call me. I'll be ready. I'll be waiting I, for the call. I my love dad. It. My dad calls me every time anything about Carson Wentz comes up, and he's like, "What is the what's the news on the ground?" I'm like, "Dad,"
0: <laughs> like I love-
1: literally. I have I was like, Dad, we have a guy who's been covering the Colts since they were in Baltimore and he doesn't know. Yes. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. So it's been, but like talking to this guy, Mike Chappell, he's a genius and he's been doing this for a really, really, really long time. He's a Hall of Fame voter. Like, you know, oh, he's, he's 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 the he's the guy. He was like, yeah, you know, like, is Carson gone? As of today, probably. This is earlier this week. But like Jim says, not nearly as mad as he was when that plane landed, you know, I think that, you know, that man was kicking and screaming and ready to, you know, go off. But as of right now, everything is kind of, you know, he's looking more logically at the fact that the fact of the matter is there are two great quarterbacks who are going to be available. And one you. of those, and one of those quarterbacks will be going to Tampa, like without a shadow of a doubt.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm surprised I... Aaron
1: Rodgers isn't there right now. Like I'm, Very surprised.
0: Yeah, that's that. That's definitely going to happen. But I, I definitely listen. I know he won MVP and he won back to back MVPs, but I've never seen a more disinterested quarterback in the playoffs than I see in (laughs) Aaron Rodgers that last game. Right? So I think he's
1: out.
0: (laughs) I do. Right? Am I wrong? Like he looked like he cared less.
1: Also, like his his that his MVP speech was like, "Thank you for the last seventeen years," and. You know that whole thing. Like, yeah. you don't say that if you're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. we don't. That's exactly. That's not how that. That's not how that works. Like, we don't. We don't just Listen, say it, bye casually.
0: Is, you know, we're 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 banking on the guy who sends back the Christmas presents to his family and like second day airships on <laughs> rack because he doesn't want to open them up. So he's a very interesting individual, to say the least. So who knows? What's on the mind of Aaron Rodgers? But this is what we're doing. End this in a fun side because I I appreciate your time and I appreciate you being here. Um, I like to dive deep into the guests a little bit and just a couple fun questions because I'm a music guy, I'm a food guy, I love snacks. So, uh, right. So we we talked about the Super Bowl and everybody likes snacks. So I just want to have some fun with Alexa here And, and and what like what's your favorite game day food? You're sitting back, you're hanging with the family, you're watching the game, you're not working, you actually have all for once. Get to I was gonna the say, game, right? Ooh. <laughs> right. You actually, that's the, the, the joy of itself, right? Well, you know, yeah. what are you surrounding yourself with that day?
1: Um, I depends on what time. Okay, depends on what time the day of the game. Depends okay. on what time of day the game is for drinks. Because okay. I'll be a mimosas up till kickoff girl if that game is at one o'clock. Like I'll be drinking champagne all morning long. Oh. Buffalo chicken dip is my thing like living in western New York and being in the home they call it wing dip up there because why would you call it buffalo dip because the city's right there I get (laughs) it um but I've learned how to make a really 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 good buffalo chicken dip since living up there so like that's my favorite that's what I bring to every you know event every whatever that revolves around a game or anything like that like that's my big thing is like oh I'm gonna bring in my I both love chicken dip, but definitely drinking a lot. Also, like I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely drinking a lot Um, because if I'm off and get to enjoy a game, then I'm going to enjoy the game.
0: Got to enjoy it. Right. You, you, there's nothing wrong with that. I I personally I, I love the four o'clock game. A lot of people don't like the four o'clock game, but I, I
1: love a four o'clock game. I, I love I it.
0: They're my favorite. They're my favorite. Bit- I, I I just gives me more time. Right. Gives you more pregame time. You know, get stuff well, done.
1: My dad's been a season ticket holder for the Eagles since 1985, so I, you know, at a, at the age when I could go – and going to school at Temple, i just take the Broad Street line down, yeah. i just go tailgate, and I'd go get drunk on a Sunday, yep. and, like, maybe I was going into the game and maybe I wasn't, but either way, I was going <laughs> down and – you know, but, like, four o'clock games were great because it was just like, oh, I don't have to buy, like, a $12 beer. Yeah, inside the stadium because that adds up it gets so expensive there's no reason for it no like and i'm not an early person
0: it's crazy
1: oh yeah i'm not and i'm not a morning person either working at nights like yep like i want to wake up on a game day at my time not my dad's time because my dad's (laughs) like i gotta be the first person in lot k like you don't uh, yeah so like I can't be. I
0: like that. it though. Now nah, four o'clock games are key for me, one hundred percent. But I have to ask you this too, because I'm I'm a huge music head. Um, different. I'm a, I'm a '90s guy. It was always a '90s hip hop and R&B guy. So I love the halftime show, but I love all different genres of music. My my playlist is is very unique. I mean, I could be listening to Ray Charles one day, and then Kid Rock the next day, and then U two, and then Ice T, and then Wu Tang. It just doesn't matter. So if we were to play a top three songs on your playlist. Right now, you whipped out your playlist. Boom, top three songs. What would they be?
1: Believe by Share has been like the number one on my playlist for like my entire life. And I wish I could tell you why. It's like my fallback <laughs> song, it's my karaoke song. Like it's a song that just gets me so hyped to be alive. Um, Believe by Share, Sledgehammer
0: nice.
1: by Peter Gabriel, which Peter is my
0: Gabriel, f-
1: one of my favorite songs ever. You can like that is just that's a song that, like, if I just want to like roll down the windows and vibe, like that's. Yeah. Yep. That's the song. I did it yesterday. Today it's raining, so I did not roll down the windows. But that's a bit that's a great driving song.
0: Yeah. For me. I love that song. I remember that. I remember that video too. It was really with the box. It's trippy. Right? It's
1: trippy. <laughs> it's good though. It's really good. It's really good. It's really trippy. Um, I definitely have showed that I showed that video to my sister like for the first time once, and she was because my dad loves to play that song. She was like, Whoa, what was that? <laughs> I was like a music video what do you want me to say um and my third that's a really it's so hard I hate picking songs because I'm the same way as you like my music taste is literally all over is it's, it's um uh, I'm gonna go Jolene
0: wow okay I'm gonna go Jolene I like that I like that uh, see it, 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 I I loved it's interesting because I remember I have Farzad on and I, I'm asking Farzad and he's like He's giving me these Italian songs. I'm like, Mark, I have no idea what that is. Like, but <laughs> but but it's cool because it just shows. Listen, everybody's unique. Yeah. That's what I love about this. So everybody has their own style. But man, Peter Gabriel, I, I I like that. I do. And
1: then if you go for like my number four, though, it's gonna be like Mar- it's gonna be like Arctic Monkeys or like All Time Low or like either like a pop punk or like a really like more modern rock band. Like I have a weird weird music taste, but That's I okay. like it. It's, it gets but job it's dad.
0: yours. That's what the but it's, it's mine. Yours, exactly, exactly. But listen, I, I I I gotta end with this because the show is called the final judgment. So I I, I need Alexa Ross's judgment on this. There's three quarterbacks. You have Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm gonna go four. are have four quarterbacks. You have Carson Wentz, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Who gets moved first?
1: If moved at all,
0: if or, right, if moved at all, if
1: moved at all, I think Russell Wilson gets moved first. Love it.
0: There you go. And the judgment is there. So, as always, I'm thank everybody for tuning in again. I'm Tony Chigsaw Cotillo. You, you can follow me at Ticket Toll 23. Uh, Alexa Ross, let everybody know where they can watch you, find you, what you got coming up. Uh, you know, doing the sports thing, let them know where they can get you.
1: It's almost March Madness. You're going to see a whole lot of Purdue content coming soon. Those boilers are absolutely final four bound. Um, I cover college hoops, so right now it's a whole lot of college hoops, and we're going to have a lot of NFL offseason stuff. The Pacers made some big moves, so you can catch me checking, talking all about them at Alexa Ross TV on Twitter. i am Alexa Ross AlexaRoss3underscores on Instagram. I'm going to try and make a TikTok, but once it actually goes somewhere, I'll let you all know. Um, but I do post some of my stuff, so you all can check it out there. But if you guys ever want to talk uh, Carson, you ever want to talk college hoops, or you ever want to talk Tyrese Halliburton, the future of the Indiana Pacers, you know where to find me.
0: I love it. I love it. And Alexa, I I, I will have to say, you know, I'll, I'll end with this. And I, I sometimes I get a little I, I talk a lot, but I could say is a Twitterverse is a very, very interesting space. OK, you meet some people that are on high. Some people are on lows. You meet people that you probably didn't want to meet. Then you meet people that are, are welcome addition to your Twitterverse family. And I can, I can say one thing. Follow Alexis. She's very, you know, very forgiving. I wouldn't say forgiving, but I would say very inviting. Um, you know, she doesn't have to answer her our DMs. And I'm sure she probably doesn't want to answer some of them because of all the criticism that people send. But oh, at the end of the off. day, I turned them off
1: for that reason. I right? was like, y'all have too much time and y'all yeah, have too much it's, to
0: say. It, it's ridiculous. And I, I I honestly just want to thank you for coming on. And I mean, go back three years just from you never had to answer my message. You never had to be on. You're, you're, you're very inviting with your content and your explanations and your opinions. So for me, for our audience, I thank you very much. Um, thank you so much for having me. And I hope to have you on again very, very soon once that Carson Wentz news breaks. But, <laughs> that's right there. but as always, uh, follow at Wind Daily Sports, follow at Heat Ratio Sports. You get to Final Judgment, iHeart, iTunes, YouTube, uh, WindDailySports.com, everywhere you can find your, your podcasts or shows. Uh, I'm signing off. Everybody stay safe, stay, stay healthy. It's Final Judgment. We will catch you next time.